Johnny, that's better than most. How about him? That is better than most. Better than most! The return to glory. Mike, can you hear me? Well? Yeah. Yeah, what's up? I'm driving right now, so I got you on my car. Cool. We're traveling. For the, <laughs> for the traveling and traveling athlete right now. Where are you going? Back to Cincinnati. Oh, nice. I'm flying into Columbus today. That's where you're flying to? Yeah. Huh? Nice. Mm -hmm. Nine o'clock. What time? Uh, what time did you leave this morning? Uh, five thirty. Oh wow! Yeah. So you have what? Three more hours? Let's see. No, I'm gonna get there in like an hour and a half, actually. Oh wow! I've been booking it. So I left five thirty Nashville time. Okay, so, so that's... Oh, you were in Nashville. I forgot about that. Yeah. Nice, man. Not, not North Carolina. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. I was thinking that, like, seven-hour drive from North Carolina. Nah. That'd still get me in at, like, 12, though. Which be bad. Well, not quite 12, but 1 o'clock, maybe. How has your week been? It was good. Um, I actually played in a tournament... Monday and Tuesday. So, uh, I'm excited to be back. Um, I can talk a little bit about that. But, um, you played a tournament in Nashville, didn't you? Yeah. I did. It took a lot away from me. So. Yeah. So, uh, well, basically, I hit the ball really well, but. To work on my shit around the ground. Didn't make any putts either. Like everything seemed to just miss the edge until. Except, like there are a few glimmers of hope that gave, like, that I was rolling the ball online. But I just gotta like sharpen up my putting right now. Yeah, I had the I had a similar situation. My stats were: I hit thirty of thirty-six greens. I hit twenty. 24 of 28 fairways and I had like 5,000 putts so Hell yeah. and, it, and like my the putt the putts weren't even close dude like the first day I had four three putts and a four putt and I hit 15 or 15 greens yeah 15 greens and 12 fairways and I shot 75 and the second day I hit 13 or 14 fairways and 15 greens again. And I shot 74. Just, Not making any putts. Speed was off. Like I was, I was hitting, like I was hitting like four irons to like five feet. And like hitting par fives and two and three putting. And like it was, it was absurd how good I was hitting the ball. Like the, my like I was to the point where I was getting bored hitting my driver, so I was just trying new things. It was wild. And uh, and then on the green, I'd have five feet, and I wouldn't even come like three inches from the hole. It was so bad. So 
safe to say I put a blade back in my bag before that tournament, like a few months ago. And safe to say I'm putting my, my spider back in the bag. Like it was it was pretty ridiculous. Spider's going in, huh? Oh, it's already back in. I played yesterday and it already feels a million times better. Like my putting's usually a better part is? of my game. I don't know. It just like every putt would just come off weird. Like nothing was like a good stroke. And then I hit a few with the spider putter. And like, so I do, I use that Dave Pell's uh, putting tutor thing when I practice. And, uh, I, you know, like I usually, I warm up with it and I hit, tried to just hit 30 with, uh, going through the little gate and then I'd move on. And 30 before you warm up or before you fly? No, no, no. Like when I practice. Oh, gotcha. I was going to say, damn, like you cruise through that then. Well, well, so listen. So uh, when I when I used the blade, I felt like I had to be very, very careful. I had to be very particular. And it was a lot harder for me to get it through. Then yesterday when I was using it with the spider, it was like, I think I missed one. Like it was, uh-huh. it, it just, you know, it's just one of those things that just kind of fits your stroke or fits like whatever you're trying to do. And, Did you uh, change putters during the round? Or hell no. Or during the tournament in between rounds? You, no, you don't do no, that, do you? no. I stick it out. But I'll tell you what. The first, the first day, the first day I looked at the guy I played with after I three-putted, <laughs> after I got on a par five and two, and I looked at him and I started laughing. I go, man, I really want to go to the PGA Superstore after this and buy a new putter. <laughs> And he, he laughed so hard. He's like, he's like, yeah, probably wouldn't be a bad idea. I was like, oh, man, when you get comments like that from your playing partner, I don't know. It was just, it was just fun. It was like, I was just trying to brush it off. I like, it was my first tournament back in two months, and I was happy I was hitting it. I remember last time we talked, I was struggling hitting the ball. So, so I'm happy things are coming around in that aspect, but. Yeah, man. Good for you with all those fairways and greens. Yeah, it's getting there. It's feeling good, man. I'm getting my got my go-tos, got my routine ready. Like everything's just solid. Just I'm telling you, man, if I could make anything, I would have probably won that tournament. It was that's how good I was hitting it. It's gotta hit the ball closer then, I guess. <laughs> it didn't, didn't, didn't matter. Didn't matter, but my my range was like five to six inches. That's like when I felt comfortable. <laughs> Can I ask you the classic? Uh, were you thinking about making the putt or how to make the putt? I was thinking of how am I gonna try to hit the hole with this. No, I. It was honestly like the mindset was good. It was just like the strokes were just horrible. Uh huh. No, I like, hear you. I, like, I remember I hit one. I hit one good six footer that I made for birdie, and I was like, "It's like wow, that felt so good," you know. And then the next, like, I think the next hole was a par three. I hit it to like fifteen feet and three putted because I missed a three footer coming back. Like it was, it was just ridiculous. Like I was being aggressive, but not too aggressive, and you know, it was, was having a, like a good day, 
just depend, you know, just nothing was dropping. Right. Kind of the same for me. I was hitting it solid, which is nice. Um, didn't feel like I was getting that end over end roll a lot. And when I did, like, it came really close to making it or I made it. And yeah, I just got to. I want. I just need to grind out, making ten footers, nine footers, doing that three six nine drill. I always like to do. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, the the second day, the first uh, first seven holes, I had within ten feet for birdie, and I missed all of them, and I was one over par. <laughs> it was a lot of fun on the greens for me. A lot of fun. So a lot of pars and a couple bogeys on the scorecard, pretty much. Yeah, there was a few birdies, but they're two putt birdies, if anything. I'm telling you, it was like there was one shot hit to like a foot. I just tapped in, obviously, but like uh, it, it felt like you know those like orange whips with the orange ball at yeah. the end. It, instead of like a flat putter face, it felt like I had that. Oh. And I had no idea where it was coming off the face. It was like that bad. But yeah, so uh, all positive vibes from here, though. I'm glad I'm hitting it well. There's um, there's no better feeling when you're striping it. Like it was the most stress-free round just knowing I'm going to be in the fairway and now you're going to be on the green. But then once I got to the green, I was just, you know, a little bit more tense. Yeah. Trying to be maybe a little too perfect, guiding it in. Yeah. Could have been that. I mean, I was grinding in my putting, too. I I did have a feeling, like, the putter just hasn't felt right in my hand. Like, I was, like, I was doing... I do a lot of around-the-world drills, so I'll go around the world twice from three feet, like four putts, and then I'll do four feet and five feet. And it always took me forever to finish that with this putter. And then yesterday I did the spider, and I did it in, like, one try. So, again, I just think it's a, it might be a fit thing. It might be because I used it for the last year, and my, you know, my game just, like, fits it. But... But yeah. Why'd you, so, change, why'd you change from the spider to the boy? Because I had a few bad putting rounds with it, and then I was like, "Oh, maybe it's time to change." <laughs> I usually don't change that much, though. Like it's uh, like when I was in Florida, I wasn't putting well, but th- that putter's been in my bag for like a year and a half. I mean, I put it, I put it in my bag after my clubs were stolen, so. Um, I had really no choice. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. I remember you saying that. Yeah, it was like the only one I had, but but anyway, it's back in and it's not coming out. <laughs> so So yeah, and then um I fly back to Columbus today for one of Paige's shows and then we go to Cincinnati for the weekend. Yes, you, you, have, you have a big week coming up. I know. I've been working on it down here and as much as I can and going back up and pretty much jumping right back into it too. 
So, tournament week. Yeah, tell me about it. What do you all got planned? Well, we'll say we have 89 guys as of right now. Oh, you need one more. Yeah, which is fine. We get if we get one great, if not, no worries. But we uh, on Monday, but hopefully you can be up. You still good, right? Yeah, I can I can play. Night for night. Nice. On mon on Monday, right? Yeah, Monday at noon. Yeah, perfect. Tuesday, I can do that. Tuesday we have official practice round days. Wednesday um, is first round, so we go at 8 a.m. And I think two times we'll go to like 110, 120. Matt's working on him. And I'm going to just go like check up on him tomorrow. He's on his way down to Gatlinburg, so he's been like pulled the helm. Well, I've been down in Nashville, and now I got it. Got the help now. Well, he's down in Gatlinburg, so that's good. Anyway, yeah. So Wednesday, first round. Second round is on Thursday. We cut to thirty-six. And then final round is Friday, and we have uh, oh yeah, the first tea clinic. Wednesday afternoon as well. Nice. That's so, pretty cool, man. Yeah, we got a lot of stuff going on. Big week at Cloverneck. What's that? It's a big week at Cloverneck. Oh, yeah, for sure. That's awesome, man. So, yeah, but um, Paige has a concert in Columbus, you said? Yeah, yeah. So we're going to be doing that tonight and then. Driving back tomorrow morning. I'm going to try to get some practice in while I'm in there so I'm not too rusty for the Pro-Am and my tournament back out here. So I'm excited to get back, even though it's going to rain the whole time. <laughs> Did you see the weather next week? Yeah, it's going to be unbelievable. You should stay if you want. <laughs> Dude, I, I wish I could. Got that one spot open for you, Mikey. I know. I knew that was like a little dig. <laughs> like a little like hint, <laughs> hint, <laughs> Right. Yeah. But that sounds sick, dude. Um, is there anything like particular you wanted to talk to today besides all that? But I saw a few things in the headlines in the golf world. So, um. I got, like, one, but I can't think of it right now. It'll come back to me. It was what we were talking about in the beginning. But uh, what are the headlines? And then I'll... Well, it was uh, Lee Westwood saying that he – I need to find this quote because he was basically talking about taking a pay raise. Hey. Yeah. Can you hear me? Yeah. Did you hear what Sorry, I said? I, I had a call coming in. No, what were, oh, the, what were the headlines you want to talk about? 
So it's about the our favorite golf tour, the LIV tour. Yes, Saudi League. Yeah, Saudi League. And uh, apparently Lee Westwood was talking about how his quote was, <clears throat> this is my job, I do this for money. If anybody comes along and gives any chance at a pay raise, then you have to seriously consider it. So he's obviously one of the players that's that's uh, going over to the Saudi League. And then apparently on the course yesterday, Sergio said he can't wait to leave this tour. Talking about the PGA Tour. Why? I don't know. They just said that it was overheard on the golf course. Huh. He was just apparently he was just complaining, and he said that. So it's interesting. Are you complaining about conditions or something, or what? I'm not sure. I mean, I didn't watch any of the any of the tournament, but um, yeah. And then Greg Norman said. Uh, something about Phil on his comments and he said it hurt the game of golf, it hurt Phil it it wasn't just specifically to us but it definitely created negative momentum against us, talking about the Saudi League again and and on the other day I heard on the range two guys talking about like saying is Phil done like dude, Phil actually got cancelled yeah which blows my mind like in the golf world like the cancel culture, what are we doing? Why? Why has like the the same crazy. people this the same people who complain about ca- the cancel culture? Like, cause you know, golf is, I would say, primarily right, like right wing. Not to get like all political, but and and everyone on the right side complains about cancel culture, and then they fucking cancel one of their most beloved players because. The PGA Tour decides to come out with a bunch of articles talking bad about Phil and Saudi League. Like, are we going to sit here? Are we going to sit here and say the PGA Tour is like all good when they had PGA Tour China? Like, is China a great country to have business in? They have money, but like that's just so ridiculous to think. Look what what China's doing to the world, you know? Exactly. Well, not even polluting it. Like, look at their human rights that are, are happening right now. Look at their political beliefs or their yeah, that as well. Like any or any or any social beliefs. They literally throw kids away in like dumpsters. They treat women horribly, and we're gonna sit here and say the Saudi the Saudis are the bad guys. Yeah, I, the 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 hypocrisy on both sides is like just unbelievable, unbelievable. I don't even like Phil. <laughs> Yeah, I would have loved this, and yeah, it's fucking ridiculous, dude. I, I just don't, I just don't get it. Like, where, where did this come from? Like these, the golf world brought cancel, cancel culture, cancel culture to the game. It's brought fucking it ridiculous. The world. I mean, it's, it's it hasn't left, but I'm just saying, they they canceled Phil Mickelson, who's probably one of the most popular golfers of all time. And I, I just I can't believe that actually happened. Is but he yeah. able to play in the PGA in the U.S. Open? And all I don't think so. I mean, I don't understand why he wouldn't be allowed to. I mean, he's the reigning PGA champion. Why wouldn't he be able to play? You 
I mean, if if there's like some kind of like unwritten thing why you can't, that then that's he's canceled. Then it's official. You can't. He can't play. I mean, the guy didn't play in the um Masters. the Masters. Yeah. I heard he asked for permission to play in the PGA and the U.S. Open. That's why. That's why. Did I you hear? Did you hear anything? Uh, did you hear anything back? No, I haven't looked into it. It was one of the days where I was watching, and um, Grayson and Kevin Na was kind of the news as well. Wait, why is that? Grayson Murray and Kevin Na? Yeah, what happened there? They had like this Twitter dis- dispute back in January, and Grayson Murray went away for. I guess he had some like issues he was dealing with. And Kevin Na was like walking in his pots, and I think. God, Chantal McCabe, that's her name. She, like, posted on social media, like, Kevin Na walking in, putts never gets old. And then Grayson tweeted back, like, Kevin Na taking three minutes to hit the putt gets old. And then Kevin, <laughs> Kevin Na replied, so true. You, missing cut, you missing cuts gets old. <laughs> or something like that. I guess Grayson Murray went away from the PGA Tour for a little bit. And then last week in Mexico, they both saw each other and kind of like had a little bit tough and kicked up some dirt and, you know, like nothing happened. But, yeah, they both don't like each other. Let's put it that way. Well, I love to hear that. Kevin Na takes way too long to play golf, and it bothers me so much. Yeah, he's been like that forever. Yeah, but he was like that when he had like the yips. But then he like his pre-shot routine now. I've never seen someone stand behind the ball for so long. Besides like Bryson and even Jordan Spieth's that way too. But. Yeah, I'm not a huge Kevin Na guy. That's that's annoying. Don't don't ever come at like. I feel like it's a, it should be like an unwritten rule to come at someone's career like that. Like you can you can talk about how they play, not how they play, but you can talk about like the process of playing, like the pre-shot routine, or even the golf swing, because everyone's got a different golf swing. And if you're not yeah, confident in your game, you're obviously going to take a if if you're not confident about your game, you're obviously going to take offense to it. And if you don't think anyone's talking shit to you. Just go look at any social media post that you posted or someone else posted about your swing. But to come at to come out and say like, "Oh yeah, you can't make the cut." That's a little. That's a little dig. But also, he started it, so didn't have to say anything. True. But anyway, like the the can't like the Phil canceling thing bothers me so much. Like he didn't hurt anybody. He just said something. Like, what What happened to freedom of speech? Yeah. We're, going, we're going through that on Twitter right now. <laughs> it's 
Maybe the people are so off, stupid. Maybe maybe he pissed off everybody. They all just kind of want to like. Nah, that shouldn't be a thing. No. You shouldn't. There shouldn't be a, a gang against somebody because they said something that you don't fully agree with. Yeah, no, I know. I agree. I'm literally. I'm gonna title this. I'm titling this episode "Cancel Culture and Golf." <laughs> oh man. Yeah. So yeah, that's Phil. So do you want to bring Phil back? Yeah, dude. Of course, why not? I agree. I want to bring he's Phil a, back. He's got his status. He's like you said. He won the PGA last year, and everyone was like praising him for it. And two months later, he right. said the thing about the Saudi right. League, and he was done. Like people I were like, say, "Oh my God, Phil! This is one of the best majors to ever be won." He broke the record, you know. Right. Oldest ever. Yeah. I, just, I say we form a petition. No. Everyone signs it to bring Phil back. I mean, you but, can do that. You can do that and I'll well, sign it, but. <laughs> yeah, all you gotta do is sign it, man. What's that gonna do? Do, peti- do petitions ever work? There's also like 8 okay. million people who signed a petition to remake the eighth season of Game of Thrones. Did they? No. Oh man, you can't really remake something, but you can like bring someone back, I'd say. You can definitely remake it, but you'd have to have a shit ton of money. But yeah, I don't know. I wouldn't want that though. It'd be so spoiled. Like, it wouldn't be the same. No, I know. It was was because people were just mad because they kind of just flexed the. The CGI shit at the end, and it was a shorter, shorter season, longer episodes, I'm and it just sure didn't whole... gotcha. didn't end the way people wanted to. Gotcha. I'm pretty sure the only episode I watched was the last. Is that when like the dragons turned into like the zombies as well too? The zombies. Um, I'm not sure. It's like been a, a while since I've seen it, but ice, I, I know what you're talking ice about. King, the Ice King brought like a dragon back to life or something. <laughs> and it looks like. I, the yeah, ice I told King. you. Like, it's all, I've only watched one episode. And they were like. Like. People fighting these. Life. These like skeletons with like life in them. And, and, yeah, and, White Walkers. White Walkers, yeah, let's go with that. That's what they're called. Um, yeah, so, like, the dragon turned into a White Walker. Pretty yeah. much. In the episode that I watched. That was it. And I was, like, sick. Wait, you only watched one episode of Game of Thrones? Oh man, you need to watch that that whole thing all the way through. I wish I haven't seen it all the way through so I could watch it again. So I should just stop at the seventh season. No, well, <laughs> the eighth season is eighth season's good. Like my thing is, don't tell people how to do their job. Just enjoy it or don't. You know, like. Agree. I don't agree with the last season of Bloodline. I I thought that sucked. I've never seen it. Watch it because the first two seasons are amazing. 
It's set in Key West, or like the the Florida Keys. Mm-hmm. So, my cousin, my cousin was on it. <laughs> Why haven't you watched it then? I don't know. I watched the scene that she was in, those scenes that she was in, and that's it. But I think I tried to watch it once. I just wasn't like too into it, you know. Yeah, I understand. But. I don't know. Um, to each their own. Yeah. All right. Do you have anything else on this Saudi league thing? Not really. There's a Saudi league being formed at Cloverdock. <laughs> oh, man. I just It just blows my mind that people bring up human rights when they don't get what they want. It's funny. But, yeah, Clovernook Open. Happening. Happening this week. I wasn't wasn't talking about that tournament. I was talking about an actual, like, Saudi game. That's what they're calling it because, like, it's a breakaway from one of the more popular games. Because apparently this guy shot 66 a couple times, and he didn't get any money out of it. Like, they don't want any skins. and. He's a, like, he's a one handicap, so he, he played pretty well and exceptionally well for his game. Now he's probably like a plus, but um, yeah, so he didn't get any money out of it. So they like a couple guys went off and started their own game on Sundays. And, and Wait, where's this at? Clovernook. Oh. Yeah. And they're calling so it I'm the Saudi game. games? The Saudi game, yeah. That's funny. So I may or may not have played that Sunday, this last Sunday. <laughs> nice. That's funny. Yeah, it's yeah. just a tough situation. It's ridiculous. I can't believe I'm defending Phil, but here we are. Okay. Well, I, I feel for him, and I'm on his side, too. I mean, I don't think he should be canceled like that like look at look at everything he's done like shit didn't he come like didn't he come in second in uh the pip something like that second or third yeah he came in second tiger came in first phil came in second (laughs) oh man blows blows my mind but uh, anyway, so I don't have anything else. Do you have any would you rather's? Man, I haven't really thought of any, any this week. Would you rather have a new tour in America that's a little less than the PGA Tour, or would you rather have a Saudi League big bucks kind of like clear out and kind of start a revolution in a different way kind of tour? Um, I mean, I'd probably go with... You'd want the smaller one? Yeah, baby. Like the the one in America? Uh Uh-huh. Yeah, I'd want that too, just because of the convenience. Like, I don't want to go 
to the Middle East and play golf. <laughs> that's yeah, like the I mean, only. That's, I feel like that's the only reason why it's not gonna pop because it's just not in a good area, you know. Like if they if they made like another one in America. Well, America's then, centralized for so long, too. You know, it's yeah. It's usually where everyone everyone wants to go. They don't want to go elsewhere for something, and it's not really in like a golfer's mindset to go away from America. Especially like going somewhere foreign, like is never like it's not comfortable. Like you're probably not going to play that well, and you know it's just a lot of um, adversity. You have to kind of go around off the golf course. I heard stuff's different over there, though. Like what? Saudi Arabia and all that. Um, of course, it's different. Some of the cities, man. Uh, yeah, you get no different as that. Like, you get different treatment over there if you have the money. Oh yeah, there's <laughs> there's a lower class and a there's a lower class and upper class, and if you have money. Very- you're going to be treated like a king. And if you don't have any money, you're going to be treated like trash. You're going to be the one treating the people like kings. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's kind of, that's kind of everywhere for the most part, but obviously more in like foreign countries and like third world countries. I guess I'm not saying Saudi Arabia is third world, but. Yeah. But it seems like from the outside, there's just not much of a middle class. There's definitely not. There's not a middle class in a lot of countries. Like, like especially down in, uh, like, Central America and South America. It's usually yeah, sure. upper upper and lower class. That's it. But, all right, I got one for you. Would you rather stripe the ball and shoot 72, or would you rather hit it like shit, get up and down from everywhere, and shoot 72. Um, hit it like shit. What? Yeah. This is such an easy answer. But I understand if... Uh, okay, so here's, here's my thing. I'd rather stripe it and shoot 72. Because I've never really struggled with chipping or putting. And I yeah. feel like after that round, I'd be able to, you know, straighten it up or at least try to straighten it up. But my weakness or something that's not has, has been as good in my career has been my ball striking. So if I have that figured out, then I'm stress free. Like every tee box you're, you're on and you're hitting it bad, it's a little stressful because you're looking like you might have pulled your last tee shot. You might have blocked it. You know, like after a round, when I was in Mexico, I shot I shot two under par and I hit five greens. And after the round, I was so tired and so mentally drained. I just went back to the hotel and passed out because I got I got up and down every time, and every time I hit the green, I basically made a birdie. And uh, I think I hit one shot out of bounds, but it was just like the most stressful exhausting round I've ever played 
and then on Monday and Tuesday, I hit it so good. And on every tee box, I just was like, oh, this is probably going in the fairway. It's whatever. Let's just try this one out today. Well, you know, my, theory, my theory behind it is if I'm going to shoot 72, I'd rather have an adventure going in than like, get frustrated oh. on the greens. You'd rather lose some hair while you play than yeah. and be stress-free. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're just going to be so pissed off at the end and like frustrated like going to the next tee box every time. So, it's... yeah. I'd rather semi biasteris it. I think it's better to go find your stroke, find your chipping after the round, than try to go find your swing. Because your ball striking, this is the this is someone put this to me. I forget who it was, but um, when you hit the ball well, or your ball striking decides how high you're gonna score, and your putting and your chipping um, affects how low you're gonna score. So. If you're not hitting it well, you could shoot 80 to 85. But if you're not putting it well, you could shoot 75. That's like the highest possible score. Yeah. Fair. So that, so like the stress-free thing is kind of where I'm leaning. I, I, I see your point yeah. of view. Perspective. I figured out what I wanted to yep. talk about today. You know what solves all of this? What's that? Kind of like what I was thinking of and what I, kind of, what I came back to and thought of for this tournament is like the key to good golf is getting on the green, having a birdie putt, and making putts. Wait, so what? Basically, all that matters is hitting greens in regulation and making birdie putts. Well, yeah, but I'm saying, <laughs> I'm saying is, what if you don't have one of those, one of those things? What would you rather do? Like, of course, it's like. Well, that no, I, I'm not talking about this. Would you rather anymore? But this is like what I wanted to talk about earlier as well that I forgot until just now. Okay. So just, yeah, it kind of circles back to what we're talking about right now and also what we talked about earlier. So really the name of the game ultimately is having a birdie putt and then making the birdie putt. And like how, how close is that birdie putt is what it comes down to. Well, yeah, it's fairways, greens, and, and putts. It's, there's just your... Like well, keeping the ball in play. Sometimes. Like no, matter. no, they don't. They don't. Yeah, but keep it. It, it should just be keeping the ball in play. Yes. Did you Did you see what? By the way, this is kind of funny. Did you see what Matt Wolf said yesterday? No, what he said. He said that. What tournament's going on? Like Wells Fargo. Yeah. Right now. Yeah, he said that, and when he was playing last week, at his home course. He lost. He lost every ball in his bag and had no expectation to play well this week. And now he's like leading the tournament. <laughs> but he was struggling, like finding the face of the driver and finding fairways, keeping it in play. Because in the Masters, he was hitting it all over the place. But, right. but yeah. So he, uh, 
you found something. As long as you can keep it in play and give yourself a chance to hit the green. It's not about the 350-yard drive. It's about, all right, this hole's 415 yards. How can I just get this in play and give me an eight, give me at least an eight iron in the hand? Play to your strengths, yeah. Yeah. And match up your strengths, too. Yeah, exactly. And you have a lot of strengths. Well, just make your make your weaknesses good, and then make your strength stronger. It's kind of how how it is, you know. Like my weakness yeah. was my driver for the longest time. Now it's probably the best club in my bag. Once you find a good driver that gives you that confidence, it helps too. Like yeah. the one I have now, it's like fuck. Just I can do anything. Just like you said, you can do anything with yours. Like. I can, I, I just, I feel so good with it. Yeah. Yep, I found a good, uh, good pre-shot routine, found some good swing thoughts, good practice routine. It's been, yeah. It's, you know, it's kind of, it's got to build that formula. You know? know what you're saying yeah kind of get it all to come together at once (laughs) exactly close yeah been watching any uh the nba playoffs at all yeah man i'm i'm fully in i'm fully into uh the playoffs Uh, i want the warriors to win man I just like I just like Steph Curry. Interesting. Always been a fan. He's so he's so fun to watch. I saw I saw this I, thing on on Instagram the other day saying like the most the most like looked up videos of any basketball player. Steph had like over six hundred million, and the next closest was LeBron at like three hundred million. Find a way to get open, step back, shoot it, make it from 30 feet away. Or like, pulls yeah. up, shoots, a, shoots like a, a buzzer beater at the end of the quarter or game or half, knocks it out. He's bad. Yeah, no, he's, he's fun to watch. I'm excited. I'm excited. Like, these playoffs have been fun. So, and your Celtics are doing well. I know. I've been keeping up a little bit. It's one to one right now, yeah? One to one. They play tonight. They play, no, they play tomorrow. In Milwaukee. Yeah, they had a few days off. Yep. Um, yeah, so I have to get ready to go to the airport here. So um, we could just wrap this up now. Yeah, sounds good, brother. It was fun today. Yeah. This morning's travels. I'll talk to you off the record, and uh, we'll chat some about Monday. And, yeah, safe travels to Columbus and enjoy it. Yeah, man. Uh, drive safe. Um, I might see you around this weekend. Who knows what we're getting into, but I'll be in Cincinnati from Saturday to Monday. We'll probably see you on Monday. 
yeah, well, just let me know regardless. So I'll be here. All right. Be free, maybe not, but All right. Sounds good. Follow me at Mike Wolf Golf. Follow me or follow the podcast uh, at Traveling Athlete Pod. And then Dave. David Wetterick and Dreamcatcher Golf Co. Instagram and YouTube. Thanks for listening. And what's the uh, the Clovernook Instagram page? You guys doing like live updates at all? Yeah, it's at Clovernook Open. I'm not sure if we are or not, but we're going to put together a. recap video by the end of it and have live scoring so you can follow on the leaderboard and I'll put that up on the on the Instagram page for sure though. Perfect. Alright. Yeah, well, drive safe. I'll talk to you later. Thanks brother. You as well. All Travel right. safe. We're traveling athletes today. <laughs> yes we are. Alright man. <laughs> Peace. We gotta Peace. do it again dude. Look the lens cap out.